Campfire, a podcast, three dudes kicking it around the fire discussing the day's hot topics, their opinions, and all kinds of banter. Sit back, relax, tune in, and feel the warmth as the red light is about to turn on. constitutional republic, not a democracy. The ideal of a democracy is universal equality. The ideal of a constitutional republic is individual liberty. A democracy always degenerates into dictatorship, which promises government-guaranteed equality and security, but it delivers nothing but poverty and serfdom for the people it robs and rules. America was founded as a constitutional republic to safeguard the liberties of the people against the tyranny of democracy or of one-man dictatorship. In this century, great strides have been made toward the goal of subverting our republic into a democracy. The foremost tactic of the subverters is subversion of language. By calling America a democracy until people thoughtlessly accept and use the term, the totalitarians have obscured the real meaning of our principles of government. That is a summary of my report on a constitutional republic, not a democracy. The full report after a message from my sponsor. Hey guys, red light is on and we are cooking with gas. How's everyone yeah, doing? Well, red light's on. Man, that was a good opener. Those were wise words. I like that. Wise words and, and probably spoken, what, 60, 70 years ago? Yeah, it was like uh, 68 um, or something like that. So. Yeah. yeah, well, if you think about it. Uh, Middle of the Cold War. Yep. These should not be considered wise words, and that's not a fucking hot take, guys. It's not, but it's not. in today's political climate, uh, um, it really makes you think a little bit. You really look at the world around you and think, Jesus, they've made it a democracy. Yeah, They have well, perverted I mean, it. That gentleman was right. Dan Smoot was right. How often have you heard our form of government referred to as a democracy? Even even when we were kids, learning social studies and civics. I remember learning about the Constitution and federalism and all that, but they still called it a democracy. A right. lot of called times. it a democratic republic. I remember it being called democracy a You're lot. You're right, it was yeah. democracy. That guy's right. They've used language to make us actually believe this is a democracy, and it's fucking not. Well, we're seeing signs of that now. It's it's really popping up. There's you hear it all over TV. Oh, a threat to our democracy! Oh, the right is a threat to our democracy, and the right's guilty of saying the shit too. All oh, these Democrats and their media, they're a threat to our democracy. Well, that's good. I want to threaten our democracy, too, because I don't want a fucking democracy. That's a valid point. Everything is so fucking upside down. But you're also talking to the people who are 
screaming about how much they hate fascists while being complete fascists. Mm. So and they, they call anything to the right of socialism totalitarianism or, or dictatorship or um, fascist. Anything. Anything that is to the right of socialism. What, what they really mean is that if it's not their version of authoritarianism, then it's wrong. Oh, I saw. I, I, if they could, if they could right. just be the right. the leaders, if they could just be the president and the overarching ruler, they would do it right. I yeah, saw right. Uh, a whole bunch of people bitching about federalism, how horrible federalism is. And I kind of chuckle because these are the exact same people who say that uh, government is the answer, right? But uh, they're basically accusing federalism of being Nazism, okay? And that's ridiculous. Once again, Nazis belong to so many different political parties, it's ridiculous here. Okay, they attach them to fascism, they attach them to uh, federalism, but uh, honestly, it really is uh, socialism because they're the Nationalist Socialist Party. And there's a distinct difference between a federalist and a, uh, uh, a nationalist, okay? There is a difference there. Uh, a federalist believes in service to the federal government, okay, such as my notion that you don't get uh, citizenship in a country until you complete a term of service to the federal government. In whatever way, that doesn't have to be military. It doesn't. There's many service jobs out there that you could do that are uh, non-military. So, uh, but nationalism has also been it's been attached to racism. They're one and the same anymore. It's another one of those words they've redefined. Well, it's it doesn't horrible. have to be, but you're right. They redefined uh, they, it. They've redefined it. Uh, I used to say that I was a nationalist, all right? I love America. It's the greatest country on the face of this planet. But even saying that is deemed racist these days. Oh, fuck. That's not a hard feat to accomplish and, anymore. Yeah. Everything's racist these days, isn't it? Everything under the well, sun. It, it's 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 all that attempt to uh, you know move things to the left, and anything to the right of socialism is just uh, outright Nazism. Hitler worshiping uh, uh, Trump cultists, right? Yeah, well, and. That's... That's where we're moving to. I mean, uh, no, we we are way past that, bro. We hit that in 2016, basically. So yeah, let's it's, talk. It's, in... it's... Yeah, go ahead, Keith. Yeah, I was gonna say. Let's say, um, you know, in the news and stuff, we're starting to see the big backlash about like the Bud Light scandal and all that other jazz. And then now, yeah, like Jack Black or not Jack Black, <laughs> Jack Daniels coming out with a commercial um you know with 
drag queens and typically like 95% of them are usually trans. Well, so I mean it's it still maybe. flows into that whole thing of them trying to you know push more changes to our actual vernacular. And well, Keith, the well, yeah, for sure, the yeah. the vernacular yeah. and you know what's what's acceptable norms and stuff like that. But the key, the uh, the video that Keith referenced on our notes here, I had already watched it, and it was a a clip from Matt Walsh's show that he did, I think Thursday, and mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. right on point when he was talking about this. He he was telling us that the phrase go woke, go broke, it's just a platitude that we conservatives or centrists like to use. It it helps us sleep at night. And he's, he even said something about, you know, we say it in the mirror during our daily affirmations. Yeah. And, but at the same time, you know, it's just that it's an affirmation, which usually affirmations aren't true. It's just something nice we tell ourselves. Because these companies aren't going to go broke. No, they're not. They're not doing this to um, alienate their customers. They're doing it to sell. It's a commercial thing. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. They're they're doing it to uh, expand their customer base for sure. You know, they want to they they want to bend the knee so they can get you know those extra Bud Light drinkers or Jack Daniels drinkers. But uh, they're also doing it to make our morals for us. It's... Huh, that's an interesting point of view. They want us to say, you know what, that's right, it's not that big a deal. Uh, Let them do whatever they want, you know. It's... these, These companies aren't... This isn't like a just Bud Light decided to do this and Jack Daniels decided to do this. These, these companies didn't independently decide to do this. Right. Yeah. This is yeah. about um, very loud minority that has a lot of power. We're talking How does Black such Rock, a small minority Vanguard, all of these ESG Supporting um, uh, companies that that are that stand to benefit a lot from the chaos that has ensued from all of this stuff. These pe- people are making money hand over fist and getting more and more powerful in the process. So, you know that I thought that was a pretty pretty good insight that Matt Walsh laid out there but um you know another thing i've got to say about this is also something that matt walsh touched on and i've been feeling this for a long time is that you know we sit here and complain about this and we go along with these boycotts and you know the left makes fun of us and says oh i thought you didn't like cancel culture blah 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 shut the fuck up shut the fuck up we're not going after anybody's families we're not going after anybody's careers and livelihoods. We want to make our message known by saying, okay, cool, Bud Light, you're not getting my money anymore. That's it. 
that there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing immoral about that. That's called having integrity and standing up for yes. what you believe in. That's it. Yep. We're not doing anything malicious by saying we're not buying Bud Light anymore. I, I, it might be really theatrical to go through TikTok um, and watch all these rednecks, including Kid Rock, you know, shooting their cases of Bud Light that they pulled out of the fridge and threw down by the pond. Uh, if yeah, you're that, drinking Bud Light, I already question your taste in beer. Yeah, it's yeah, Bud we Light. We talked about this. It's Bud Light. So that's, go fuck yourself. That's weak. But uh, I can tell you guys one that's thing. That's also now. something we need to consider. That uh, the Bud Light swimsuit calendar this year is going to be pretty fucking nuts. Ha ha. Yeah. Now, uh, most of us don't. Joke, folks. Most of us don't drink Bud Light, anyways. Um, And but you know, honestly, it's not going to change a lot of shit. You know, I know when I was smoking cigarettes, there was nothing that was going to stop me from buying a pack of Camel Blues. Okay. Right, and if you think about it, look at how many other. Companies have done this sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But this is where I I start to draw a distinction. Because I've seen a lot of people post some stuff. You know, people that support the the trans movement. uh, You know, and they're they're mindlessly supporting this stuff. But they make a good point to an extent. Like, okay, Coors Light has had rainbow cans in in celebration of Pride Month. Uh, A a lot of alcohol companies Mm -hmm. have. Even micro brews that have gained some notoriety in certain regions. A lot of companies do this shit. And like you said, there ain't nothing that's going to keep me from buying a banquet beer. No. Ain't going to fucking happen. I mean, I'm not I'm not the type to just stick to one brand of beer anyways. Um, well, me neither. But, I drink but... a wide range. I know a lot of people do. But hey, for those of you who do really want to get away from Anheuser... Anheuser-Busch, which includes a fuck ton of beers from Michelob to uh, uh, Bush Light, Bush Light, all the buds. Yeah. Yinling isn't Anheuser-Busch. Yinling is its own company, and it's the oldest brewery in America. And it's delicious beer. It is delicious. Their whole selection is delicious. It but is you know made... what? I bet you, if you look hard enough... They probably have bent the knee somewhere too, mm. somewhere along along the lines. Corporate America is that way. Have done that, but um, but we need to make a distinction. There's a very important distinction, and I'm kind of going out of order here, but it's still in the same realm, guys. Um, I'm going number three instead of number two right now. There's a very important distinction that needs to be made. Um, a lot of these companies have, like I said, quote unquote, bent the knee. Or, you know, in doing so, have put a rainbow on their product or That's okay. somehow That's super- okay. celebrated Pride Month or whatever. I, I, I'm, I don't think that those things are great. I'm not really that cool with that oh. stuff, but uh, they're conflating lesbians and gays with this reverse ideology yes and uh, like i said here in my notes if i were a homosexual 
I'm, I'm almost 40. I'm 39 years old today. If I had spent the first 20 years of my life or more living in a world that I didn't like because of I couldn't I couldn't marry who I loved or it was just frowned upon to be to to be gay and then finally here at 39 I'm looking around me and these people that support uh affirming mental mentally ill people's delusions had hijacked my movement I would be mad as fuck I I would really like to I'd like to be out surveying taking a survey a poll of homosexual people of our age or older and see how they really feel about how all this is going down i would venture to say that there's big number of them that are like mm-hmm. yeah i'm pissed about this you know i you know i've I, all i wanted was to get married now i can and no, yeah, all this now, is hijacked, and my LGB, lesbian and gay movement has turned into LGBTQIA plus minus divided by sign multiplication right. sign asterisk ampersand poop face emoji so on so forth, uh, and and it's all it, it's fucked. I would be so mad, and if I were a woman, uh, this is happening. There are movements too. out there. Uh, I'm actually following a few on Twitter. Uh, the one that I'm following a lot right now is called Gays Against Groomers. It's a 501c organization of gays and lesbians who are against the sexualization, indoctrination, and medicalization of children under the guise of LGBTQIA+. This is a group of you know, lesbians gay guys who recognize that How immoral their, this stuff is their movement is being hijacked and what is going on is absolutely immoral um they're pointing out a lot of things here's one that's disturbing right now this is a kit that children can order off of forums on the internet uh following given uh threads like r slash trans diy and r slash trans teens and they're being given instructions on how to order injectable hormones and to how to secretly hide it from the parents and uh here's a a picture i'm going to uh post this up in our uh signal chat keith this picture for you uh you can look at this box it says direct for use use a 0.18 milliliters direct sunlight heat moisture keep out of reach of parents this is fucked it has a picture of a uh i believe they call that a lolicon character an animated child appearing character that's lolita with the words don't look at my giant girl dick Well, Nick, you're talking about... This is disturbing. You're you're talking about Reddit threads. Reddit is just pretty much the dregs of the earth. I understand And I'm not not saying that what you're 
talking about doesn't have any bearing because it does. Because that shit's out there and we just let our kids go willy-nilly around the internet like the idiots that we are. And But, you know, that's that's a far cry from mainstream culture and what's actually socially acceptable right now. These uh. these these ideas are everywhere in our schools and our media and our government and our corporations and the sports we watch and it it's all geared towards kids. You're right. These people are fucking groomers, you know. And it it's fucked up because I I personally know some folks that support this agenda, and unfortunately and tragically, they have been subject to pedophiles they have been victimized by actual pedophiles and for some reason these poor folks are so blind that they don't see that Um, they're supporting the very sort of thing that victimized them as children because it's normalization it's normalization and yes some of these folks are there i know a couple of them personally that are very you get locked into that cycle though we know this shit is hereditary when it's what you grew up with and that's what you learned, then as you become an adult, that's what you do. You know, you can see this with a lot of different things from alcoholism to uh, spousal abuse. Mm. Um, I would challenge that it's, it's not hereditary. sexual abuse. It's not it's generational, not hereditary. Correct. But yes, you're right. Okay. You're right. It, it, we pass yes. it down to our kids. If that's what we believe that, and, and, you know, that's, not entirely a bad thing. I want to pass my values to my kids. That's what I'm doing right now in my life, trying to pass my values down to my kids. Exactly. Just so happens my values are way better than to tell my kids that you can be a boy or a girl and yeah, sure, if you want to, we'll go get your tits cut off or yeah, we'll cut your dick off. That's not fucking happening. Well, I still find it that it's, as you you guys brought up earlier, you know, it's going to be a fight for morals. Um, at the end of the day, all of them in that alphabet soup is immoral. But yet, who who defines morality? And that's mm-hmm. where you're going to have the biggest confront and everything else. And is that's it, where it's going to be the scariest part. Is it going to be up to government to define morality? Well, that's where it gets real scary, like Keith just said. If it's going to be up to the government to define morality, that's going to be scary. Cause that They've means got the bloodshed. wrong qualifications for that. Let's well, look yeah, let's... at some of government's atrocities. Right. They government is the, the gun bomb. to your head. Right. Government is the gun to your head. So whatever they say goes. When they start legislating this sort of shit, and people like us, or even lesbians and gays that are done with this bullshit with these groomers when laws are passed and we don't want to follow them what happens? the government has a gun to your head so to speak that's scary it is dude it's all frightening this uh... speaking about you know like something scary and stuff like you had the um uh, Gaines, Riley Gaines ended up getting attacked when she went to yeah. Southern California. I think it was either Davis or somewhere, or no, it was San Francisco University. And this got attacked. Like, it shows police guarding her, but yet she was still getting hit 
but yet no arrests were made. Yes, like, none. As a matter of fact, administrations were praising the people who they right. called a, a peaceful protest. Um, That's not peaceful. One of them had... One of them deleted their Twitter today over his response to it and how proud he was of his students. But I mean, this is ridiculous. This poor woman who was simply trying to stand up for her rights as a woman and be a voice was assaulted. She was beaten. And then she was held hostage in a public building threatened with beatings and they demanded money out of her i heard on the video yeah there's video evidence of all this but they were saying they wanted 10 bucks per person so that they would let her walk out of there unmolested these people were frothing at the mouth in the video to injure her had her backed into a corner and it just made my blood boil to see uh, a mob of people gang up on one poor female. And and I say one poor female because she was all alone against a mob of angry people, but this is one hell of a woman. She is an NCAA athlete. She should have won that race if it weren't for the fact that she was racing against a man. Exactly. Then the race that we're talking about is the swimming race. Um, where they had the trans athlete win and the trans athlete is like way longer than them. And he also competed for years under as a man couldn't bear was, the weight of right. that. And he switched yeah, over. Yeah. He was a mediocre, yeah. mediocre male athlete. He wouldn't even place in competitions. Goes. All of um, these athletes, there, there are so many stories like this. Now this is the most egregious one because there was physical harm done to, to a, unfortunate woman but all these stories start the same way there's a mediocre male athlete that one day decides yep well i suck at what i do i bet you i could go over here and fucking clean up though and that's exactly what they do and that's the only reason they do it you can't fucking tell me that they there's you can't tell me that over the past 20 years that evolution has gone so far that now all of a sudden you know something like Almost thirty percent of adolescents identify as trans. There's no. We're not. No, this living, is a social contagion. We're not living in the X Men universe where all of a sudden they all became mutants as genetic yeah. evolution no. or whatever. Yeah, this did not happen. Yeah, there was no genetic evolution over the course of twenty or thirty years. That's not how evolution works, folks. And I don't want to hear the other. This is the other excuse that you get from the left. Well, now it's more socially acceptable. So everybody that would have been hiding it, you know, 40, 50 years ago, they feel comfortable with being open about it. No bullshit. Right. And mob rule Bull is not the good rule. Yes. So. Bullshit. Yeah, that poor woman got drugged through the mud. But I give yeah. her props. She got right back up. She got on TV, and man, I tell you what, this is the thing that the left is really good at. They try to make an example out of some people, and they they're they're successful a lot. Uh, of times. They do, they do. But, I mean, it's easy when a, you control the propaganda machine. There are also a lot of times where they fuck with the wrong motherfucker, and then before you know it, that motherfucker that got fucked with 
is making lots of money and That's is standing up for what's right and is you know at the at the head of the pack when it comes to what I guess we could call conservative values. They they take they take a big they fill a big hole that we've had for decades on the right in the culture war. There are lots of people standing up and you know I do feel a bit of a of a swing back to normality cuz uh there are a lot of big media names like Bill Maher and even mm. Pierce Morgan that are doing their shows and they're saying wait a fucking minute here uh, I'm I'm liberal I'm all about this uh economic liberalism and you know love who you want and, and leave everybody alone and just live your life how you want but whoa and I think that means something and I think there's a a bridge to be built there if there isn't already one I think that that's a possibility but I do still think that it's a monetary gain for the people to flip flop in that situation on yeah. even yeah. showing the auspices of saying, oh, yeah, I thought about it, whatever else, and this is my stance now, or I've seen this, and this is my stance now. Because they're pushing down such hardcore narratives and everything else, it's super hard, at least for me, to come back and actually be like, well, can I really trust you now in your position stance right now? Because for the last five years, you're demonizing me, making me feel bad that... I felt these ways mm-hmm. and when I deconstructed the reality and actually got to the core roots of everything, these are the morals and everything that I'm coming out with. And yeah, yeah. they're my foundation rock bed and you know, kind of like with me and I can't speak for you guys, but for me, my foundation is I'm a Christian. I'm going to follow Christ. What he oh. taught and you know, brought to us is what I try to follow, you know, so. But, you know, Keith, they I say you shouldn't, that. you should leave your religion at the door when you go to vote. You know, what do you think about that? No. God gave rights. How exactly. are you going to leave if he gave them to you? Like, that's right. what you're fighting for is what he already gave you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I, not that I go to church or anything, but, uh, I'm I'm not just a Christian when I'm at church. You're supposed um, to be a Christian or a Jew or a Muslim. These are... Especially when you're not worshiping. That's when it's really important to, and when, to be religious. Yep. Once again, I view those as just the virtues that all human beings should yeah. possess as yeah. good humans. Yeah. So, you know, so, what, so what kind of logic does that that speak to like when i go to vote i I should leave all of my virtues and i should leave all of my beliefs at the door that doesn't make sense it even if i were an atheist and thought i had a good handle on morality well uh, i should i should leave that at the door when i go to vote fuck that uh, and they're saying like you know with leave religion at the door or between church and state like to me i think that it's They've went too far. They threw out all the whole baby with the bathwater idea. You know what I'm saying? For sure. For sure. 
Sorry, Nick, uh, I cut you off. No, that's that was a that was a good analogy. I ain't heard it that was. one in a long time. Man, your dad jokes have got to be on point if you're using analogies like that, Keith. That was good <laughs> shit, man. Good shit. Sounded like my dad. But you know, it, what, there are are things that I've realized recently that I don't do enough of, and I found myself in positions that even with this podcast, and 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 Facebook, I. I'm so mad about this transgender thing I know. that it's... I've got so many thoughts and I don't post on Facebook anymore, but I feel so compelled to put a narrative out there. I want to write a narrative and I want to put it out there. Not, not just so people can see how I feel about it, but in hopes that I can maybe get, one or two people to just question what they think and believe. I, I, want, I really want people to question things, and I, they're not. People aren't questioning things anymore. But again, exactly, I've, I've been really hesitant to. I've been I've been scared doing episodes of this podcast. Uh, I'm scared to put something on Facebook. I. You guys saw I was attacked on Facebook. Yeah, it, it happened to you and. Now, granted, you are very... <laughs> I'm very, very outspoken. You're very outspoken on Facebook. And, and you kind of You're kind of a troll. <laughs> you're kind of a troll. You're kind of asking for it sometimes. Yeah. But you... Who? This is you, America. Freedom of speech, motherfucker. Yeah, all well, the eagles and we all, all the with, shit. With freedom comes responsibility. I've got responsibilities. So i got to be damn careful how I exercise my freedoms. That constitution well, only protects me from the government infringing on my freedoms. Right. Not you, not Keith. It doesn't protect me from you guys. It protects me from the government. It doesn't protect me from my employer. Not not very much, anyways. Not at all, really. It doesn't Ohio's protect me from Will State. Yeah, it does not protect me from being deemed a social pariah if well, if I were. If I had more notoriety in, you know, Ohio or even the United States or even the world, you know, there are famous people that have to be very careful of what they say because their their livelihood depends on it. Well, and that I... goes all the way down to to everyday normal guys like us. We got to be careful how we exercise our rights. Mm-hmm. And we saw that with what is that Chris Pratt or whatever from like Jurassic Park or Jurassic yeah. World and all that other jazz. Yep, getting backslash because he went on a thing and he actually promoted you know, following Christ. He yep. is the only there way. Was a big back. Remember Tim Tebow? Yeah, ridiculed and I mean they... he didn't have much of a career after that. Even though he's a well. He wasn't. Great, he was a quarterback, wasn't he? Yeah, he was a great yeah, but, quarterback. No, he wasn't. He wasn't a great quarterback. Don't think what was that. He was, he was a quarterback. Oh, he, he was a quarterback. Great. Well, he was a hell of an athlete, and a he damn had good an dude. awkward throw. Um, he didn't combine well, and when he did come into the league, he did play some NFL. He did. He uh, he actually beat the Steelers. 
in a play uh playoff game. Look, we keep in people in game. positions that they shouldn't be in all the time because they have some characteristic because we think it's better for the cause. The left does this shit all the time. Tell that, to Michael, the left Tell that does to Michael this... Vick. What? Tell what to Michael Vick? Fuck does Mike... Michael Vick was a fucking vicious animal abuser. What are you yeah, talking he's about? he's the dogfighter, I thought. Well, okay, never mind. Go on. Go on. I was going to say, but I'm, what I'm saying is we keep people as a liberal society we keep people in positions they shouldn't be in all the fucking time because they have some characteristic like their skin color or who they want to fuck or you know they tuck their dick between their legs whatever it is right well why why couldn't we go ahead and keep a mediocre mediocre quarterback in the NFL and pay him more because he had good morals and good values and he kneel on the field and, and say a prayer why don't we push that shit if we're going to keep people that were mediocre in positions they might not should be in why not select people that have good good morals and good values and I mean, real backbones we don't Colin even Kaepernick is a fucking cunt we're but... talking about professional athletes here and we should be talking about the people running our government who are completely void of all of Morality. these values. I know. They have no saving virtue whatsoever, no redeeming qualities. They are self-righteous, um, self-serving mm -hmm. hypocrites, every last one of them. And don't ever forget uh, this, folks. These are wise words here. Don't ever go into a voting booth without thinking of these things before you do it. Absolutely. I am so sick of voting for incumbents because we've been bitching about the same things for years and things have only gotten worse. And now we're at the point in po politics where uh, it seems to me they're placating the loudest voices. Whoever screams the most. Well, yeah. most of us are too fucking busy working and raising families and trying to pay our goddamn taxes to go out and protest and bitch and complain about the shit that is really wrong and the shit that really makes it difficult for us. But the people who have made horrible life choices, who... I uh, think the entire world is against them. The people who won't take responsibility for their own actions are out there crying and whining the loudest. You can be in a movie theater full of people, and the loudest person in there will be the screaming baby. And everybody just wants to shut the baby up. So they'll give it candy, they'll give it attention, they'll do whatever it takes to quiet the baby. So that's what I see is going Damn. on in the room right now. Talk Everybody's trying analogies. to quiet the fucking baby in the room. Well, fuck that. Let the baby cry it out because that's what you need to do. Don't coddle. Right, dads? Am I right, dads? Yeah. We've all been up at 2 o'clock in the morning <laughs> with a crying-ass baby that you have burped, you have fed, you have played with, everything else. And it's all because we have cuddled that baby during the day. All the times the baby wanted you to pick it up during the day and all the times that the baby 
you know, wanted wanted that toy or did the thing you didn't want to do and you punished them or didn't punish them because you had too soft of a heart. That's why you're up in the middle of the night coddling an inconsolable baby. Oh, that's a good line. What's that? We're coddling an inconsolable baby? Yes, we are. Totalitarian. Are we doing something here, guys? The 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 activity was playing, so I was I, w I was listening to our good buddy there. Yeah, it keeps whatever reason it's trying to play, and I don't understand why. I thought it was just trying to shut me up because I was on a rant. No, not at all. Well, we tend to do that sometimes, yes. Nick. Oh. Well, you know, it's okay. We can move on to a new topic here. We'll come back to it, I'm sure. I'm sure we will. What was what we skipped number two, didn't we? We've already we covered it. it. We we, we hit it. number two. What was number three? We already covered it. We did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh well, then here we'll talk about this one. This was my little bit. I added this one on here. Uh, John Kirby was on yeah. TV the other day. Tell I'm us not who John Kirby give... is. Huh? Who's John Kirby? He's a cuckold beta boy bitch for the Biden administration. That does what? And uh, he went on TV in an attempt to defend the administration's withdrawal from Afghanistan because a, a report was recently released from the White House, which, you know, makes it sound all official and everything, but it's really a, just a bunch of bullshit that Biden shit out after his morning X-lax treatment. So, John Kirby came on. Biden didn't, whatever this guy said, Biden did not come up with it. Oh, you're right. That's Biden didn't come up with shit. <laughs> however, however, there is a wonderful video out there taken by Secret Service of Joe Biden getting in a fight with his own jacket. And I don't know if we could find what? it. I was, I was trying to look for it real quick. I just saw some blurbs of it on Twitter <laughs> when I was... Uh, uh, posting a show promo, but uh, yeah, Biden got in a fight with his own jacket. So Jesus. anyway, but real quick, back to this. John Kirby is Admiral John Kirby, which is no the... shut the fuck up, Admiral. I'm not using his rank. Okay, he's a fucking piece of shit. Regardless, that is his rank that was given to Retired him. Retired rear. So yeah. he yeah. is the he assistant to the Secretary of Defense so, for Public Affairs. He went on the news uh talking about this new white house report which essentially blamed trump for the horrible withdrawal from afghanistan and of course. uh you know trump wasn't even president at the time cbs uh, he didn't make them. the call huh cbs yeah, reporter all the, all the news them. outlets were yeah. like what the fuck <laughs> trump for the afghanistan Listen, withdrawal well no this um, was on that, he was getting railed by the CBS reporter saying, uh, oh, you're yeah. trying to blame it on Trump? No, this yeah. was you, dude. <laughs> Peter, Ducey, Peter Ducey and John Kirby got into it to get because you I mean, know what? Peter, Peter Ducey, Ducey is pretty good. He's a he holds good him. journalist sometimes. He's good in a press conference, okay? Yeah, he I'll is. I'll give him that. 
I'll give them that. But uh, one of the things that really pissed me off the most here was when John Kirby and the White House said, the notion that we left billions of dollars worth of military assets in Afghanistan, Afghanistan is absurd. No, it's not. It's a fact. It's an absolute motherfucking fact. As a matter of fact, the goddamn Taliban is on TV blaspheming, or I'm sorry, showing, bragging about all the military assets that were left there that they yeah. got a hold of. Yeah, they're flying Guns. our fucking Blackhawks and shit around. Yeah. Like, come on, what do you mean, dude? We, I saw we, we, we have soldiers who were there at the withdrawal who were told, drop everything, grab your personal gear, get on the plane, you're going home now. These guys have been there four, five, six, maybe seven times over the last 20 years. They dropped their shit and got on the plane and said, fuck this place. But at the same time, in the back of their mind, they're like, wait a minute. Where's our replacement? Why are we just leaving this shit? What are we doing? We're here for a reason. As soon as we, the Taliban is right there, they're coming back. And they did. Two weeks later, the Taliban was in power. They were going door to door, rounding up anybody who helped Americans and executing no. them in the street. No, they, they immediately had... started subjugating women again. They suspended habeas corpus, the right to vote. All of this was gone. I was not. reliably told that I was reliably told by our media and our government that once we were gone, the ta the Taliban, sorry, Freudian slip, the people of Afghanistan were finally allowed to govern themselves the way they saw fit. The Taliban fucking about, took back right? over. The yeah. Taliban took back over and the entire world saw it. Yep, including Russia and China. And including North. Pakistan and India. Uh-huh, and Saudi Arabia and Iran. Including everybody across the Middle East and, and the remnants of the Muslim Brotherhood. And just as importantly, all of our, al all of our allies saw yes. that shit. Yes. Oh, man. That one pissed me off. It really did. Fuck John Kirby. And and that's what what are we going to do with John Kirby? We can't vote him out. That that that's anything, a big thing, man. Anything in the executive branch, you just you vote for two guys and that's it. I think that um, there should be ways power. of being able to take them out. You know what I'm saying? Like you should be able to have Congress or Congress and the Senate to remove people that were appointed in that case. Whoever is the next president Hopefully it'll be not a Democrat. Hey, and hey, it will I don't know. Just go in and enact schedule. I don't know, man. And right. fire every motherfucker in the bureaucracy. The did you guys hear who threw his? Did you guys hear who threw his hat in for president? Who? Formally announced they're running. Who? Kennedy. Oh yeah. Shut the fuck up. Oh yeah, he's running. He's running as a Democrat, and the progressive Democrats are what? doing everything to tear him apart right now. They running are. as a Democrat. He's running as a Democrat. He's, he's going to try and force the DNC to primary Biden, and right now the progressive liberals are trying to tear him apart. 
this is happening, and I'm seriously thinking about voting for him. Because, I mean, if we could elect that guy, talk about turning the progressive agenda upside down. I don't think so. I think that they'll end up getting screwed. Well, yeah, they'll screw him over the same way they screwed over Bernie Sanders mm. two different times. They gave it to Hillary, and then they gave it to Biden. No. And the whole time, they told Bernie, get back in line, old man. So when I get say, back in line, when I say that, you know, it's going to get screwed, it's going to screw America. It's not going to screw, I don't give a fuck if it screws him politically or whatever. I don't think so. That guy's not much of a Democrat. Right now. He's pretty center. If it's a sheep that calls itself a wolf, I'm going to consider it a wolf and take it out. Right Look into him. He's, he's, I, I've been. He's not bad, guys. I'm telling you, he is a moderate Democrat. He's like our grandfather's Democrat. Okay. He's not a a, a post civil rights era Democrat, progressive <laughs> liberal type. That's not him. And let's face it, we're we're truly fighting against the progressive liberal movement here. Yeah. And I don't think the way to fight that is by going further to the right wing. It didn't work with Trump. It bit us in the ass. I don't know how much it really bit us in the ass. If my choice is Kennedy or DeSantis, it's going to be a difficult choice. Yeah. Trump ain't getting the nod. It ain't happening. Uh, I think oh, you're thinking of likely. okay. I'm thinking of the wrong Kennedy. Who's the other Kennedy? Um, the red-haired guy that gave the address. No, not the red-haired guy. The old man. I can't remember if he's a senator or a representative. He's a Republican. Got a Southern accent. I can't remember what fucking state he's from. He's great. Oh yeah, I don't know. I know who you're talking about, but I I don't know. His I name thought I thought that's who you were talking about running as a Democrat. I'm like, what the fuck? No, this what? is Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, Robert yeah. F. Kennedy yeah, Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Running. yeah, no, I don't even fucking know that guy. Yeah, I have no clue about him as of right now well, because I don't know anything. I would still say DeSantis. Right. I can already I, tell you. I don't even this... know who he is. I am not, will not vote for a Democrat. Right. Well, the progressive liberals fucking hate him right now, and that's made me want to pay attention to him. I think they're that, doing everything to destroy him. I think that's a bait and switch, man. Uh, yeah. I, yeah I, no I, I, I'm good on that. I think that they're trying to put smoke in mirrors, and he's probably a mirror more than smoke. And especially since he has the recognition of the name and all this other different stuff. He's going to come in just like they all do, no yeah. matter who they are when they try to get voted, is they're going to promise the fucking world, give you the fucking golden path, yeah. and then well, say, that's how Biden got elected. fuck off. Oh, that's yeah. how Biden got elected. He pretended, well, when he did campaign, which he barely did any of yeah. that, Yeah. He his goal was to look as moderate as he possibly could. And they changed and the laws to be able to do it. Bam. Bam, radical as fuck. Because there's no way 
that we had that great of turnout legitimately for the voting. There's not. I'm still calling it that there's a lot of fraud that happened that had it go through. Keith, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that evidence, but I have the gut feeling that you're right. I'll send you the receipts because there's I'd like a shit ton of receipts, cause, man. Because, man, you're right. It didn't feel right. There's evidence. That fucking, what, that Wisconsin bump or whatever it was at like two in the fucking morning. In Nevada, like, come on. in Michigan, and all that shit. Man, they, it, you can't I, I, all all bump at the same time like that. That's just you, not statistically accurate. Right. Did you guys hear about the lawsuit? Which lawsuit? Dominion. Dominion is suing Fox News for reporting uh, about election fraud in Arizona and. I guess a few other places, but I get it's a two billion dollar lawsuit. Oh, of course, they don't go for the fence, man. And they've wagered it against um, what's his name? Who was the old owner of Fox News? Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch. I can't remember. But off the top. I think I'm so. pretty sure Fox News was owned by Disney at that point, weren't well, they? They're all owned. All of them are owned by Rupert Murdoch. The, uh, Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, they're, they're all owned by Rupert Murdoch. I think Fox News is owned by Disney. They're owned by the same corporation. You follow it up far enough, they're all owned by the same people. Even Fox News. I'll be back, guys. I got piss. Cool. March 2019, Murdoch sold most of Fox to Disney. Yeah, that's where they got the Fox Corporation and all that other jazz. And most of the rights for 20th Century and everything else, too. What's up, Cameron? He can't hear. Yeah, well, man. so while we're waiting still, I don't know if you got to look up this, my tin foil corner, if you will, um, is a, a little resource that I found. It was talking about curved glass for aerodynamics, again, bringing us back into, mm-hmm. especially for the tractors and everything else, as a way of forcing you to not be able to fix your own panes of glass on your cab and stuff and your tractor. And they say that it's for aerodynamics and everything else that it's trying to make it less, you know, you know, slip through the wind and all that other jazz while you're on the field. But it's dude. Yeah. It's my 20 series tractors have curved glass. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. Uh, John Deere's have a curved glass. John Deere has their own glass factory. They make all their own glass for their tractors right there. Uh, if you need a new window for a John Deere tractor, you get it from them. Right. Direct from them. They make all of them. Um, and- so I, I don't see what this is about. Now, yes, there is a hell of a lot of uh, agricultural equipment out there that is flat. Uh, most of your semis out on the road, it's flat glass. Um, but 
No. I mean, the door's curved. The whole cab is curved on the 20 right. series. And that's where the tinfoil corner comes in, is that they're doing it so that you don't have the right to repair. You have to get that special glass from them instead of taking a pane okay. of glass and cutting it and repairing it yourself. I wouldn't want to do that anyways, guys. Why? It's super not... fucking easy. Because safety glass. It's not that safety I want glass. That... Huh? It's not that safety. Well, it's, I mean... There's shit that happens out there. Oh, I know. You're out there bush hogging. You can get a rock that'll come at the cab. Um, all kinds of shit. You could roll that fucker. And um, there is one window that's an easy shatter that's supposed to be your egress. But even new equipment now, it's not a shatter. Uh, uh, they put a special uh, seal on the window with a pull tab on it and you rip that tab and the glass comes out so that you can get out yeah. um so uh yes all of these manufacturers do shit so that you couldn't repair it yourself we already know that that's nothing new uh right to repair is a thing though so uh, i already talked to my uh snap-on guy the other day about a uh a scanner, a computer to hook up to tractors to be able to do diagnostics just like we have for any automotive um, or uh, semis have uh, onboard diagnostics also. But no farm equipment has onboard diagnostics. It's not like, um, you know, you can take your car to any mechanic and he can hook up to it and do diagnostics. When you buy a new John Deere tractor, only John Deere can do that. Well, no, that's wait a no second. They, they I thought, legislated I thought, for that. Yeah. I thought that there was a bill passed for that. There, there was. There was. It's just that everything's catching up to the new laws now. Uh, so there's programming coming. That's what my uh, my Snap-on dealer, he, he confirmed that the other day. There'll be a new version of the Solus Pro that'll come out soon, and it will have Everything for the ag world on it. International, John Deere, Agco, it'll all be on there. Hmm. So that'll be yeah. handy. Um, yeah, it will. I'll definitely have one. For sure. We've and had it'll this conversation on the podcast before because now I'm but remembering it. I remember I do complaining want people about the to same know. thing in, in the plastics world. With It'd be really yeah, fucking sure. nice if I could just hook my laptop up to the fucking press when it's acting up. Mm -hmm. figure out what the mm -hmm. fuck is going on right now along with this i just want to mention this and throw this out there this tool as i just mentioned it is the tool that you need for diagnostics in order to repair these tractors and if you're regularly working on on equipment like i am this is a necessary tool of the trade this is a tool that is going to cost me at least $10,000, 10 to $15,000 for all the updated programming and all the proper uh, diagnostic software that I need on it. It'll be ten dollars to $15,000. And that's probably, what, about a year at a decent state school in college? Yeah. Would you say that's about commensurate with that? About that. Maybe a little so, less, but yeah. So just it's a fuck you know, ton of money. It's you put insane. that into perspective. It makes no sense why it needs to be that much. So 
Well, well, Nick, that's where you got to do the cost benefit analysis, and I got to use know, it to it, make it pay for itself. That's exactly. the way it is with a tool. Exactly. It's, this is a business, and if it can't pay for itself, it becomes a liability. I need it to be an asset. Yeah. yeah. And that and reminds that me. That might include you... something like, uh, well, now that I have this, I got to pick up some extra work using it to fix tractors. Yeah. That I won't operate. operate. Someone else. Yep. Yeah. You, you might uh, have a little bit of a business opportunity coming to you. It's uh, it's a good thing. It, it it would definitely be something I would get into. Uh, God damn it! This is why I love capitalism. You spend yes. money on something like that, and you're like, "All right, well, I need to make it work for itself." Mm -hmm. And then you're like, "Well, in order to make it work for itself, I have to make more money." Damn, capitalism's a bitch, ain't it? <laughs> so then you go make more money. I don't think that most people realize that every day that they are alive, they woke up, and now they are a liability to themselves because you have food, housing, uh, clothing, cost of living, all this, your electricity, light bill, heat, you want to stay warm. All of that exists, and it's on you. You're piling that up. So if you wake up and you want to be lazy and call into work and stay in bed, yeah, you're not making money, but it's not a zero for the day. No, you're in the red. You're costing yourself money because you didn't even make enough to uh, offset what you cost yourself today. Or, or so you, you know, need to... you're given some pretty extreme and common but extreme examples. But, you know, something that guys like us that aren't lazy and we go to work every day and earn our paycheck and make sure our bills are paid, there are things that we we still need to do, like reduce costs. You always have to be mindful of, well, how much money is going out? Why is this fucking electric bill so expensive? What can I do to make it cheaper? What can I do to increase my chat, my cash flow, reduce my liabilities, and increase my assets essentially and you know there are a lot of people out there that and I'm, i've been guilty of this in the past and i'm guilty of it sometimes still where i just get complacent i'm like all right i got enough money well yeah yeah i do have yeah. enough money but my but electric bill is really fucking not, high it's stupid it high. why am i doing not this greedy. you're not greedy well that's no 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 I don't think this has anything to do with greed. Not what I'm talking about. I'm, what I'm talking about is creating wealth. Yes. I'm talking about creating wealth. Well, there's a difference between making money and creating money. I mean, most people go to work, they take their paycheck, they come home, and, and they spend it, whether it's, you know, bills or, uh, you know, knickknacks you want for your house or vacations, but they spend it. Yeah, and those are those are liabilities. That's not creating money. If you take the money that you make and come home and you invest in something, now you start creating money. Or, you're, or you're gonna if take you use that money, and you're going to turn it into a hundred. You are creating money. It, if and you that use is that money, grow an economy to to mitigate mitigate your liabilities. Like you said, you wake up you wake up every morning and you're a fucking liability on your own life, Absolutely. and everyone Absolutely. around you is too. 
And you have to mitigate those liabilities. You have to look at your electric bill and say, fuck, I need better insulation. Uh, you have to look at your water bill and be like, oh, yeah, I need to replace that valve in the toilet and I need to replace my kitchen faucet. And uh, you, you look at, you know, your how much you spend on gasoline and say, man, why did I buy that fucking V8? Right. I need to get right. I need to get an old beater Honda. Get me back and forth to work. It's the little expenses that yes. add up. I know I used to be horrible, and it'd be once or twice a day, but I'd stop somewhere and get a bottle of soda and a candy bar, you know, or a little Debbie, something like that. Well, those little 5 and $10 purchases add up real damn quick, and before you, you know it, well, shit, you've spent $100 in the past week on in soda pop, and yeah. if you'd have just gone to the store and got a 24-pack and put it in the fridge at home... You just spent twenty, you know. Yep. It, it it's it's stupid little things like that that really get us in trouble. So yeah, I can't. I I should have kept track, but you know, I recently started drinking less. Right now, I'm drinking a lot because it's my birthday and it's the weekend. But you know, during the week, yeah, I drink a lot less than I was. Yeah, I'm. I'm 33 years old today. Happy but, birthday you know, to I, you. <laughs> I've probably saved, let's see, I was spending probably 10 bucks a day on on beer. And now, so that's, you know, 70 bucks a week at least. And now I'm probably only spending 30 bucks a week. That's That's a lot of fucking money saved over the course of just like a month. Yeah. Sure. I congratulate you on that reduction. Well, thanks, that's but huge, that's not yeah. why I'm saying what I'm saying. It's because no. it goes along with what we're talking about. Mitigate those liabilities. You don't need this, and uh, things don't have to be a certain way. If you if you can affect something in your life, and this is the problem that a lot of people have with their lives, they worry about things that they cannot control, and it consumes them, and it yep. leads them to ignore the things that they can control. And then before they know it, they are in over their fucking head. They can't breathe. They can't think. They can't act. They don't know what the fuck to do. They can't find their ass with both hands tied behind yep. their back. So a politician comes along and says, son, are you in trouble? I can help you out. Just vote for me. When I get to Washington, I'm going to legislate you some free money and you won't have about all. Bullshit. Yeah, yeah, your problems are someone else's fault. Down to the ballot box and give your, give me a vote. Yeah, yeah. God, that was a good segue. Good job, Nick. That was good. Fuck oh, politicians good and fuck lazy people and dumb people. Snake oil salesmen. Mm-hmm. They're all sons of bitches. Bastards. Well, vote for me. I'll save your else? democracy. <laughs> we have anything else to talk about, or should I try and piss off the trannies again? You can do. Oh, I don't want to talk about. I don't want to talk about trannies again. I thought we, I thought um, we made it round full circle there. No, no. But I have found my two favorite hashtags that I've been using a lot lately are uh, hashtag trans terrorism and hashtag trans women are con men. <laughs> it's the Glad fucking truth. Favorite. So, uh, you know what, uh, I am glad that 
Riley Gaines survived her little encounter. That could have gone a lot worse. Uh, Big time. But I do hope that that incident maybe wakes up a lot of other women to the fact that their entire feminist movement is being hijacked now by the same people who hijacked the lesbian and gay movement. They're in the same boat, them two groups, and I'm with them all the way. If if you think that's weird, just wait till you people find out about furries, because that's real fucking weird, and it's coming. Just wait till the day you have to identify somebody as as the the fucking mascot they're dressed up as. Oh yeah, there's some weird motherfuckers out there. Oh, furries are crazy, but uh, that's the only thing left after this. They're making us accept trannies and all this bullshit. There's a there's a new thing that I heard of just today, and it's weird as fuck, like super fucking weird. But I might be able to get on board with it. I like it. I think it's quicksand porn. It's What's literally that? quicksand porn. There are some people that get off watching women get sucked down into quicksand, and I think I'm. I think I like it. it like, just like got me a little hot and bothered when I was listening because I heard about it on uh, Joe Rogan. He was talking to Burt Kreischer, who I fucking love. He's a great comedian. Fucking hilarious. He's got a new special on Netflix. You guys need to watch it. It's called Razzle Dazzle. But quicksand porn is a thing. People get off on watching women get stuck down into a pit of quicksand. And it makes sense to me because you get get this bitch, this hot bitch, naked and in a tough spot. And then she's getting sucked down into quicksand and she's going on and on help me out and then eventually the quicksand comes up above her mouth and her face and then she stops talking you know what this reminds me of uh playing uh super mario 3 on level two world two you guys know what i mean it's a desert level yeah, yeah. And there's quicksand everywhere. Man, it was a bit that and that angry ass son trying to kill you all the time. Thanks for blowing my joke, Nick. L- listen to jokes and stop thinking ahead next time. Fucking twat. I was just segueing away from, from Jesus Christ. You never were a very deal. good wingman. If that was a joke, you went way too long trying to explain it. Uh, Way too fucking long. Well, why don't you try some quicksand? Because it'll eventually Marvin, come up over your mouth and your face, what? and you'll How stop talking you too. Underwater for just a little while, huh? Oh, you already used that joke today, and it doesn't. I doesn't did work not twice. use that joke today. Yeah, an hour and a half ago on the phone, you used that joke. I didn't say hold your head underwater for just a little while. Yeah, you did. I told you <laughs> you held your kid's hun- head underwater for a little while. Jesus it held. Christ. It's the same thing, dude. Same well, joke. Okay. Slight fine. context difference, but same joke. So I blew the joke. It was a horrible joke to begin with. It wasn't even a joke. Marvin would not laugh, Joe. I bet he would have. No, he, he would have laughed his balls off. No, he wouldn't uh... And then he just said, oh, Jesus Jesus K. Royce. Yep. 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 
man. This episode has made me want to go reread the Federalist Papers. It really has. Pretty sure I downloaded them. They're in our drive file. Yes, they are. Along with a lot of other great literature like uh, uh, Common Sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I, I felt the need to get all of that old, old uh, based literature because it's mm-hmm. i have a feeling it might disappear one of these days i have another book uh we got to download it but my brother was telling me about it and my brother is a uh classically trained historian that was his major in college he uh he concentrated a lot on the classics but also on uh british history around the Rever- uh Reformation, uh, but this book is particularly interesting. It takes place uh, before and after the Revolution, and it talks about sentiment towards uh, the British monarch in the colonies, and uh, it, it, it's very fascinating. Uh, I read some excerpts out of it earlier today, but it, it's creepy how much we might be seeing a, a, a rebirth of that and what we are taking as socialism in the country. Maybe more of a rebirth of the monarch. That's what these people really want. A king or a queen to lead them. Yeah, that's what it seems like, isn't it? It's like the lords of London are coming to reclaim the colonies. And if you don't know what the lords of London are, just... Uh, Look up how the East India Trading Company made millions of dollars in the 16 and 1700s. Yep. Disturbing. Disturbing. You made me think uh, of uh, Colonel William Tavington from The Patriot. I'm glad. Remember, remember when they were in the, in the tent, with, uh, with the British soldier that had just encountered the ghost. Yes. And then uh, the the commander from the loyalist uh, brigade came in. Colonel William Tavington asked him, "Where do your loyalties lie?" And the guy says, "Well." With king and country, of course. And then Havington said something about, uh, oh, help me here, guys. Uh, Questioning his loyalties because he, uh, yeah. he says, was betraying what... his neighbors. Yes. Why should I trust somebody who would betray his neighbors? And uh, he says, uh, those neighbors are traitors to the crown. And to deserve to die a traitor's death. And Tavington says, we shall see. Well, Tavington did put him to the test, and uh, he decided to side with the crown. Of course, that was fabricated. There's no proof that British soldiers burned a church full of women and children. Um, Nonetheless, there were atrocities committed along the way. Of course, it's um, war. It happens every in every war. 
Yes. It'll it'll happen in every war following that. It, you're gonna have that. The measure of a gentleman. All right, guys. I think we're we're at the end here, folks. Yeah, we're I sitting think. at one fifteen, so one hour fifteen minutes. So since it's your birthday, Joe, let's go ahead with you first. Oh well, thank you. Uh, everybody needs to go back and listen to, um, what's his name, Dan Smoot. Yes. Go listen to that whole thing. He will tell you how our government is supposed to work. And if you listen to him and look at how things are now and you're not pissed, then go fuck yourself. But otherwise, if you like this podcast and you like us and you want to hear us talk some more, listen in again. But still, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Nick? Uh, I guess my message this week would be let's stop placating the petulant child in the room and start holding them accountable for their actions. That's what this country needs. People need to be held accountable. The individual is accountable for their actions. Have a great week, folks. Thanks for listening. And I just want to say everything that they said. Perfect, and have a good night. Peace.